الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيد الأولين والآخرين إمام الأنبياء والمرسلين شفيع المذنبين خاتم الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم أدعو إلى سبيل ربك بالحكمة والموعظة الحسنة وجادلهم بالتي هي أحسن صدق الله مولانا العظيم Respected ulama, elders, brothers and sisters in Islam Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Friends, this life that we live is an interpersonal lifestyle, a social lifestyle. Daily we interact with people, family, friends, colleagues, seniors, juniors, <clears throat> employers, employees. And in this interaction with people, it is a common occurrence that we many a times stumble across somebody's fault and error, somebody's wrongdoing, somebody's blemish. And people stumble across our faults, our wrongdoings, our blemishes, keeping in mind the fact that nobody is perfect. There's always room for improvement for a mu'min. <clears throat> the question that we ask is that when we stumble across somebody else's fault and error, how do we go about apprising that person of his wrongdoing? And when somebody else stumbles across our error our fault, they bring to our attention our wrongdoing, how do we react to that? The reality of the matter, and the sad reality of the matter is that if we are aware of somebody's wrongdoing, we find it convenient to badmouth this person in our circle of friends. And if we sum the courage if we sum up the courage to apprise this person of his wrongdoing, we lack the diplomacy, the tact and wisdom on going about doing so. And on the other hand, if somebody brings to our attention some wrongdoing of ours, somebody provides us with some constructive criticism, then more often than not, you will find that we consider this person to be our enemy. We will distance ourselves from this person and we will break relationships with him. Respected friends, elders and brothers, the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam narrated by Abu Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala an 
Al-mu'minu mir'atul mu'min. The Muslim, the mu'min, the believer, is a mirror for his believing brother. This hadith of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam teaches us how to conduct ourselves, gives us the perfect guidance on how to conduct ourselves irrespective of whether we are the informer, we are informing somebody of their wrongdoing, or we have been informed of our wrongdoing. This hadith of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam is what is known as Jawami'ul Kalim. Jawami'ul Kalim literally in English very difficult to translate but translates as laconic speech. Few words in this particular hadith, there are three words. Al-Mu'min, Mir'atul, Mu'min. Three words, but comprehensive in meaning, rich in meaning. This is a miracle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So in this hadith, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam gives us the resemblance of a mirror. Each and every one of us, each and every ummati of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam has been given the resemblance of a mirror. What are the functions of a mirror? The first function of a mirror, friends, is that you notice that our mirrors is generally situated and placed in a private place. It's placed in our bathroom or our bedroom or within our houses. When a person looks at his mirror, then it's in a place of solitude and privacy. Similarly, when there is a need for us to apprise and inform somebody of his wrongdoing, the first point that we learn from this hadith is that this has to be done in privacy and solitude. No sooner do we criticize somebody or try to rectify somebody's wrong in public, the man is already humiliated. He is already offended. That is why there's a famous and a very common principle of <clears throat> leadership. Common principle of leadership. People know about it. They say, praise in public and criticize in private. If we have praised, if we have, if we have made an attempt to rectify somebody in public, in reality, we have actually humiliated this person. And if we have criticized him and brought to him his wrong, we have brought to his attention his wrong in privacy, then we have shown sincerity to this person and we have truly advised this person. So this is the first point that we learn from this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That if there's a need to apprise somebody of his wrong, it should be done in private. <clears throat> the second characteristic of a mirror, friends, is that whenever you look at a mirror and you look at your image in that mirror, the mirror will point out to you the blemish which is on your person. It will not conceal it. And this precisely is the characteristic of a mu'min which we have lost today. What is the characteristic of a mu'min? The characteristic of a mu'min is that if he sees something wrong in his Muslim brother, he feels that it is his responsibility to bring this to the attention of his Muslim brother. 
And this is precisely what is Amr bil Ma'roof and Nahyu anil Munkar, which every ummati of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is charged with in the Quran al-Kareem. Kuntum khayra ummatin ukhrijat linnas ta'muruna bil Ma'roof wa tanhawna anil Munkar. We shy away from, we shy away, we feel, we feel scared that what will this person think if I tell him, if I try and rectify him. But in reality, it is our responsibility in the light of the Quran Kareem to make Amr bil Ma'roof and Nahi anil Munkar. Obviously, keeping in mind the principles of Amr bil Ma'roof and Nahi anil Munkar. <clears throat> the third characteristic of the Mala, of the Mara, honorable friends, is that when a person looks at himself in the mirror and he sees his blemish. So for example, there's a wound on my face. I look at myself in the mirror. The extent of the wound is one millimeter in diameter. The mirror will portray to me that wound exactly as it is, one millimeter in diameter. It will not exaggerate it and display it as if it is 10 millimeters, nor will it understate it and display it as, it as if it is just a small dot. The mirror will display to me my wound or the blemish on my person exactly as it is. And this is another principle of Amr bil Ma'roof and Nahi anil Munkar that when there is a genuine need to apprise our Muslim brother of his wrong, to apprise him of it as it is. A person's got to be extremely balanced. Many a times, when we inform somebody of their wrongdoing, we blow it out of proportion. We make and we create a mountain out of an anthill. And many a times, when we apprise somebody of his wrongdoing, we make it as if it is nothing. He's committed a serious crime, but we treat it as if it is nothing. So a person has, to, has got to be very, very balanced in his approach of how he tackles the situation and how he brings the extent of the wrong to the knowledge of the person that he is informing. <clears throat> Number three. Number four. No matter how many times you look into the mirror, it will always show you. It will always reflect to you the image that is within it. If you look at it in the morning, it will show you that wound. If you look at it in the evening, it will show it to you. If you look at it tomorrow, it will show it to you. If you look at it every other day, anytime you look at that mirror, you're going to, say, you're going to see the same thing. And this is our responsibility, friends. As much as the need be, we need to inform and constantly make amr bil ma'roof wa nahi anil munkar. A person should not feel that I finished told him about it, I'm not going to tell him again. If the need is that we need to tell him two times, three times, four times, and ten times and twenty times, so be it. Continue reminding. Continue reminding. For surely a reminder is beneficial for a believer. Continue reminding. And friends, a person is not charged. It is not our responsibility to see that the opposite person, the person that we informed, he has rectified himself. That's not our responsibility. Our responsibility is to make tadkir, is to remind the person. 
Hidayat is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nobody is an authority over anybody else. You cannot guide whom you wish. Allah guides whomsoever he wants. Our responsibility is to remind somebody. Even if it's two times, three times, ten times, twenty times, so be it. Obviously, a person has to tackle the situation with diplomacy and wisdom. <clears throat> the fifth point that we learn from the mirror in this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, al-mu'minu mir'atul mu'min, the mu'min is a mirror for his believing brother, the believer is a mirror for his believing brother, is that when a person looks at the mirror, he looks at his image in the mirror, the mirror reflects to him whatever the blemish or the fault is. But subhanallah, there is no shouting, there is no screaming, there is no humiliation, there is no abuse. In fact, the mirror informs us of our blemish in such a manner you would not hear a single sound from this mirror. That's the diplomacy in the mirror. And this is the teaching of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that when we apprise our Muslim brother of his wrongdoing, Allah give us the tawfiq to do it in such a manner that there is no shouting, humiliation, abuse, defamation, demeaning. This is something which we lack. Sorely, we lack. Fir'aun, there's nobody worse than Fir'aun. Fir'aun was the worst person of his day and age. And Musa salam was the best person of his day and age. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructs Musa ala nabiyyina wa alayhi salatu wa taslim that go to Fir'aun faqula lahu qawlan layyinan la'allahu yatadhakkaru aw yakhsha subhanallah something for us to ponder that go to Musa go to Fir'aun or Musa go to Fir'aun and speak to him in a soft tone speak to him in a tone in qawlan layyinan in, in a tone with diplomacy, with love and compassion. There was nobody worse than, Musa, than, than Fir'aun and nobody better than Musa. <clears throat> Perhaps he will ponder, he will reflect and he will change and mend his ways. Friends, one day, the grandsons of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Hassan and Hussein radiallahu ta'ala anhumah, they were on the banks of the Euphrates. And there was an elderly gentleman there performing wudu. And his wudu was completely contradictory to the sunnah. So, they were the grandsons of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa And it was their responsibility to bring it to his attention. Now they began deliberating that how are we going to inform this elderly gentleman that his wudu is incorrect. So they began discussing with him, generally talking about this, talking about that. And in the interim of the discussion, one of the brothers mentioned, he said, Oh, uncle, you are one of our seniors. You are an elderly person. You've got a lot of experience. 
please teach us something. We would like to perform wudu. You look at our wudu and correct us if we are wrong. They began performing wudu and the elderly gentleman said, oh my grandsons, or oh my sons, what you are doing is right and what I did was wrong. This is diplomacy. This is hikmah and wisdom. Allah give us all the tawfiq. Ud'u ila sabili rabbika bil hikmah call to the path of your Lord with wisdom the sixth characteristic of the mirror friends <clears throat> is subhanallah this is something which is achievable only by very special individuals when you look at a mirror the image which is being reflected with the wound and blemish that image is it, a, is it the person or is it the mirror is it the person or is it the mirror? When I look into the mirror, I'm looking at my image that is being reflected back at me. That reflection, is it me or is it the mirror? It's the mirror. The mirror carries my blemish on itself as if it is the mirror's own blemish. Similarly, friends, when we are apprised of somebody's wrongdoing, fault and error, when we know of somebody's wrongdoing, we need to feel in ourselves that this particular blemish, this particular fault is my own fault. It is not his fault. And how, had it been my fault, I would have dealt with myself. That is how I have to deal with this person. This requires ikhlas. That whatever wrongdoing, whatever wrong and blemish there is, we consider it as, is, as if it is our own and not the person who actually perpetrated, perpetrated it. Allah give us the tawfiq. Seventhly, friend, the seventh characteristic that we learn of the mirror is subhanallah, when a person looks into the mirror, does he only see the reflection and image of the blemishes upon himself or does the mirror display to him his beauty as well? The mirror does not only display to a person his blemishes, his faults, his wounds, etc. The, the mirror shows him his beauty as well. And this is another very important aspect of Amr bil Ma'roof and Nahi anil Munkar. When there's a genuine need to apprise somebody of his fault, the right way of going forward is first point out to him the beautiful characteristics that he has. Point out to him the things which appeal to people. Everybody's got good. Everybody's got bad. Why only tackle him on the issue of that which is negative? First speak to him of that which is positive. Example. I need to address my son for whatever reason. So I call my son. And I say, my beloved boy, you are such a handsome boy. You are so beautiful. You are very, very obedient to your parents. But you know, there's one thing that I don't like about you. You've got this bad habit of lying. You've got this bad habit of lying. So how did we, how did we begin our rectification? First, we praised him. Any person who is praised first and then he is criticized, there's no doubt of the fact that this person will be open to the criticism. Our problem is, friends, we are, we are extremely observant 
of the faults of people. Myself included, we are so observant of the faults of people, we don't even realize that people have good in them. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Annasu ma'adin, I love this hadith of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Annasu ma'adin, People are like mines, mines of gold and silver. What does that mean? People are gold, people have jewels in them, people have good characteristics in them. The problem is with us, we don't have, we don't have a trained eye to take out the good from people and to acknowledge, appreciate and praise them for the good that they have. Allah give us a tawfiq. Friends, <clears throat> up until number seven we have discussed the characteristics of how to inform somebody of his blemish and his wrong number eight that we deduce from this hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the reaction of a person who has been criticized somebody came to me they brought to my attention some of my wrongdoings, my blemish, my error. They've criticized me, whether it is constructive or negative criticism, irrespective of what it is. How do I react to that? Commonly, when somebody brings to our attention some of our wrongdoings, we become upset. We become emotional, angry. We tend to lash out at this person and if we don't have the ability to lash out at him, then minimum we harbor hatred in our heart against the person. How can he, who is he to tell me? Who is he to tell me? Friends, when a person looks at the mirror, the mirror reflects the blemish which is on his person. Now he's looking into the mirror and he's seeing his wrong and his blemish. What does he do? What is his reaction? Does he break and shatter the mirror? That how can you show me the ugly side of me? Absolutely not. What does he do? He will shine this mirror. He will spray this mirror with something and ensure that this mirror keeps shining. So tomorrow also when he looks at this mirror, he can see exactly what's going on in his person. And precisely, that is what we need to be doing. When somebody brings to our attention some of our wrong and fault, a person needs to appreciate and acknowledge that 100% this is wrong in me. I should make an attempt to reform myself. The example of that is of a doctor. A person goes to a doctor. The doctor diagnoses him with some sickness and tells him, this is wrong with you, this is wrong with you, that is wrong with you. What happens? He becomes upset. His reaction is to break ties with the doctor. Not at all. He will appreciate the advice of the doctor. He will take the medication prescribed. And if he is cured, he will refer others to the doctor. Similarly, a person who has his self-growth and he has his personal growth in front of him, if somebody brings to his attention constructive criticism, this person will welcome him. Allah give us the tawfiq. Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala an was a man who inspired great awe in the hearts of men. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had naturally put it over him that when he would, wherever he was, People who would come in his presence, they would be overtaken by awe. People were not free in his presence. Because of the awe, people 
certain people have this in their nature. They have a lot of awe over them. So a person is hesitant to he's hesitant he's hesitant to actually uh, express what is in his heart. So Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu would sometimes think about this that it shouldn't be such that because of the awe that I impress on the hearts of men if I do something wrong people will not bring it to my attention. And one day he was thinking of this and he was crying. Tears were coming out of his eyes. Hudaybat ibn al-Yaman radiallahu ta'ala an great sahabi of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he walks into the room and he sees Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhu crying and he says oh Umar what is the matter? Why are you tearing like this? So as Umar radiallahu anhu tells him that this is the situation, I fear that because of the awe that I impress on the hearts of men, people will not bring to my attention my faults. So Hazrat Hudayfa radiallahu ta'ala anhu told him, O oh Umar, listen, if you have to falter from the truth, most certainly we will, ens we will ensure that we straighten you and we will bring you back to the truth. What did Umar radiallahu anhu say? Alhamdulillahilladhi ja'ala li ashaban yuqawwimunani idha'wajajtu All praises to Allah who has appointed such companions for me that will straighten me if I become crooked. Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anhu In conclusion friends Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu was one day standing on the mimbar on the day of Jumu'ah and he was addressing the people and he said from now on from now on, anybody who gives any woman more than 40 ounces of silver as mar, I will confiscate the extra and put it into the Baytul Mal. There was an elderly woman sitting in the back of the masjid. An elderly woman. She stood up. Imagine, Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu an. Amirul Mu'minin. What awe he commanded on the hearts of men. She stands up at the back of the masjid and she says, Oh, Amirul Mu'minin. Probably she didn't even say Amirul Mu'minin. She said, Oh, Umar. Oh, Umar, who are you to restrict the mahar which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has left open? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, and if you give a woman a heap of mahar, in other words, no matter how much you give mahar, then do not take anything back from her. This is the ayat in the Quran. So she, she asked Umar that who are you to restrict that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has left open. And Umar radiallahu an, it is known that his character, his character was such. No sooner the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fell on his ears, he became dumbfounded. He couldn't utter a word. He just remained silent and after a few minutes he said, even the elderly women are more knowledgeable than Umar. Friends, <clears throat> a person who is apprised of his wrongdoing and to his attention, his faults are brought, constructive criticism is presented to him and this person seriously wants to grow in his life, in his spiritual, in his academical, in whatever aspect of his life, he will welcome he will welcome constructive criticism with open arms. Those people who listen attentively to the speech, 
and they follow the best from it. They take out the best from the speech and they follow the best of it. What about them? They are the people whom Allah has guided. They are the people of intellect. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar Ashhadu an la ilaha illa Ashhadu an la أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة Allah <laughs> 
لله نحمد الله ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم كنتم خير أمة أخرجت للناس تأمرون بالمعروف وتنهون عن المنكر وتؤمنون بالله وقال تعالى ولتكن منكم أمة يدعون إلى الخير ويأمرون بالمعروف وينهون عن المنكر وأولئك هم المفلحون وقال تعالى أدعو إلى سبيل ربك بالحكمة والموعظة الحسنة وجادلهم بالتي هي أحسن وعن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم المؤمن مرآة المؤمن أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام رواه أبو داود وعن عبد الله بن عمرو بن العاص رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم المسلم من سلم المسلمون من لسانه ويده والمهاجر من هجر ما نهى الله عنه رواه البخاري اللهم اجعلنا من الذين يستمعون القول فيتبعون احسنه اولئك الذين هداهم الله واولئك هم اولو الالباب الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم وصل اللهم على جميع إخوانه من الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين خصوصا على أولين بالتحقيق أمير المؤمنين سيدنا أبي بكر الصديق رضي الله تعالى عنه وعلى الناطق بالصدق والصواب الذي كان رأيه موافقا بالوحي والكتاب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله تعالى عنه وعلى كامل الحياء والإيمان جامع القرآن الذي تستحي من ملائكة الرحمن أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عثمان بن عفان رضي الله تعالى عنه وعلى الأمير الولي الرضي أمير المؤمنين سيدنا علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله تعالى عنه وعلى عميه الشريفين المطهرين سيد الشهداء سيدنا حمزة وسيدنا العباس رضي الله تعالى عنهما وعلى سيدي شباب أهل الجنة قرة أهل السنة سيدنا الحسن وسيدنا الحسين رضي الله تعالى عنهما وعلى أزواجه المطهرات خصوصا على سيدتنا خديجة الكبرى وسيدتنا عائشة رضي الله تعالى عنهما وعلى جميع بناته الطيبات السيدة زينب والسيدة أم كلثوم والسيدة رقية وسيدة فاطمة الزهراء رضي الله تعالى عنهن وعلى الستة الباقية من العشرة المبشرة رضي الله تعالى عنهم وعلى الكريم الحليم كاتب الوحي والقرآن أمير المؤمنين سيدنا معاوية بن أبي سفيان رضي الله تعالى عنهما وعلى سائر الصحابة والتابعين رضوان الله تعالى عليهم أجمعين اللهم اغفر لنا ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف رحيم اللهم ألف بين قلوبنا وأصلح ذات بيننا واهدنا سبل السلام 
ونجنا من الظلمات إلى النور وجنبنا الفواحش ما ظهر منها وما بطن وبارك لنا في أسماعنا وأبصارنا وقلوبنا وأزواجنا وذرياتنا وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم اجعلنا شاكرين لنعمتك مثنين بها قابليها وأتمها علينا عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغض يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العلي العظيم يذكركم ودعوه يستجب لكم ولذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون أقيموا الصلاة Friends, while we are straightening our sufuf, important announcement. <clears throat> There's a program for professionals at the Merkaz Masjidun Nur, that is in Crown. The local brothers will know the physical address. It's tomorrow evening between Maghrib and Isha. Supper will also be served. People are busy throughout the week, throughout the month. Let us take out some time and inshallah participate in this program. Highly beneficial for us, inshallah. الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى 
بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله سمع الله لمن حمده الله الله أكبر الله الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين هل أتاك حديث الغاشية وجوه يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلى نارا حامية تسقى من عين آنية ليس لهم طعام إلا من ضريع لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة لسعيها راضية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية فيها سرر مرفوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق مصفوفة وزرابي مبثوثة أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبل كيف خلقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم بمسيطر إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا حسابهم الله يا الله لمن حمده الله الله اكبر الله اكبر
Allahu Akbar Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin Wassalatu wassalamu ala sayyidina wa nabiyina wa mulana Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in Rabbi ighfir warham wa tajawaz amma ta'lam innaka antal a'azzul akram Rabbana ighfir lana wa liwalidayna wa lilmu'minina yawma yaqumul hisab Allahumma ighfir li ummati habibika Muhammadin sallallahu alaihi wa sallam Allahumma arham ummati habibika Muhammadin sallallahu alaihi wa sallam Allahumma ahdi ummati habibika Muhammadin sallallahu alaihi wa sallam Allahumma ansuri al-islam wa al-muslimin Allahumma ansuri al-islam wa al-muslimin Allahumma ansuri al-muslimin al-madlumin fi kulli makan Ya arhamar rahimin Allahumma ansuri al-mujahidin fi sabilik Allahumma ansurhum bita'yidik اللهم أيدهم بتأييدك اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم ربنا ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع المتقين والإيمان اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك التكلان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصل اللهم وسلم وبارك على محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين آمين آمين برحمتك يا رحم الرحمين